0: And at this age, it's like, I don't have a lot of hobbies, you know? Like, we are in our late 30s, and like, we we all have wives and houses and like the the daily upkeep and going to work. And it's like, this is the thing I get to do with my free time. I'm I'm not going to waste
1: time being around people that I don't want to be around. Welcome to the Peace Jam podcast from Georgia Public Broadcasting, where we'll introduce you to a sampling of the truly diverse, and incredibly talented musicians from across the Peach State. Each episode, will profile a different artist and share songs and stories recorded live in our GPB studios in Midtown Atlanta. I'm your host, Jeremy Powell, and on this week's episode, we're talking to a band of self-proclaimed geezers who have not graduated out of punk.
0: You said first chorus. Hey, I'm Dakota. I'm Jeff. I'm Mason. I'm John. We're New Junk City and we're a punk band from here in Atlanta.
1: Does punk uh, have too many subgenres and so you just call it punk or are you just punk? Because it's really difficult to Google what punk music is.
0: Yeah, I think it's just kind of a catch all term. Um, A lot of times I'll just kind of use it interchangeably with like we're a a DIY band. Um, I think it says a little bit more about like how we operate and like less about what kind of music we play. Um, Rock and roll seems a little too generic. Um, I think punk like kind of gets at it. I'll say we're a pop punk band sometimes, but I think that evokes more like some 41 and Blink-182 and a little, um, I don't know, a little more like immaturity like silly bathroom humor and I don't know.
1: I love that the other guys are just nodding their head. Just well, like, yeah, <laughs> we're mic'd up. I'm not trying
2: to interrupt and mess with the sound guy. Please, interrupt <laughs> I'm not rude. Uh, yeah, I mean, you were like drowning there. <laughs> but no, I do think there are so many subsets and so many subgenres, and occasionally you'll get somebody that's like, that's yes, not punk, that's, that's emo wave. You know, just like go down the rabbit hole of genres. So I think it is easy to say, we're a punk band, we're a pop-punk band, we're a DIY band. It's just, people generally get it, and we live in an age now where like, Okay, it's not like you're browsing the punk section and that's what you get. Like you're just gonna listen to a song on Spotify now, yeah. for yourself, you know.
0: I feel like anyone that's asked me that question is probably not someone that's gonna listen to the band anyway. <laughs> like, like people at the at the bar I work at come in. And are, oh, you play music? What kind of music do you play? And I'm like, let's not play this game. <laughs>
1: So when you're writing your songs, though, are you mindful of not going to like that bathroom humor, like you mentioned? Is it you? You want to write something that's more highbrow? You want to write something that has more feeling, more meaning?
0: Yeah, I think like um, for me, like songwriting has always been a means to like work through something. Um, I've I don't, like, I'm not a funny person intentionally. Um, So writing, like, jokey, funny songs I just don't think would work. So I just, you know, I write what I'm going through or what people around me, you know, kind of the experiences that I'm having or the folks close to me are having.
3: Yeah, I think we're incapable of writing that song. You know, like a a funny, goofy song. We'll goof
2: around at practice with something, but that's not, like, who we are as a band or people, I think. Yeah. I don't know, there's nothing wrong with that. I like a ton of that music, uh, but I think for what we're doing and focusing on our our energy on, that's not just what we're like trying to do, It's not what we're aiming for.
1: Talk to you guys a lot today and you are very laid back and, and you're good spirited and, and we're joking and laughing and having a good time, but your music is very serious to you and your sound is very serious and, and what you want people to hear seems like you it's a business for you. Well oh, we can't correct? be miserable all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Twenty five minutes a night pure
2: misery. So <laughs> do we hate each other, shooting eyes at each other, but
0: uh, I mean I think it's like I wanna take what we do seriously, I don't wanna take ourselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, we're lucky that we get to play music, you know, that anyone wants us to come play a show. So there is some levity to that, I think. Um, but again, like, I I don't know, I, I hon- honestly feel like I don't have a lot of control over the content. Like, it's just whatever comes out. You know, if you told me, write a song about X, Y, or Z, I'd probably be like, I don't, I can't do that, right? And I think anything that's coming from, like, Personal experiences is by nature going to be a little bit more know, serious, um, but I don't think there's anything like all that all that heavy in the music, and we try to have fun with it. We don't take it for granted.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think like if ten people show up to a show, then it's as far as I'm concerned is yeah, like I take
0: mm-hmm. that seriously. Like if people pay to see your band, like I think you should do a good job and take like treat it like work, right? Um,
2: well, and you guys know my motto for last year every show's a gift. Yeah. Like, we're getting older, and yeah. a lot of our friends, it's called dropped out of punk. Yeah. So when you stop playing shows, you stop going to shows, and it's just, it's nice. Every show is a gift, um, especially when you're geezers in your mid 30s like us. Yeah. No offense to everybody older than that in the room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. oh, excuse me. It's just <laughs> us in the room. That's it. Yeah.
4: Show the worst part of me.
1: I do like that attitude. I like that. Because you guys are a working band. You guys are playing and earning money and working, but then you also have jobs yourselves that you're having to balance all of this. As we record this, we actually did it in the evening because you all have work to do earlier today, which I I love. I love that you get to do both, right? (laughs) Say it again. It's Tuesday. Yeah, (laughs) It's a Tuesday. You're right. We're recording it on a Tuesday. Somebody had to go to work. So I do like the fact that you guys are still taking it seriously and doing what you love and that it really does come out. And I feel like that you, you can really pick that up from, from y'all. And so I appreciate that. Tell me about the music scene in Atlanta and around Atlanta, because that's where you guys are based and where, where you live, even though some of y'all are from like Alpharetta and, and I can't remember the other suburbs you told me where are all of you from.
0: Jeff and I are from Alpharetta.
1: I'm from Shambly. I grew up in Blairsville. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yes, Blairsville, which is not a (laughs) suburb at all. That's a long way away from here. But then when you came down to Atlanta as a punk band, now working in Atlanta, what's the music scene like? How are the people?
2: I mean, I think it's a very vibrant scene, and there's something for everyone. Um, So whether... Speaking specifically about the punk scene, whether you're into pop punk or emo or... Hardcore, the variety of genres you can go down that rabbit hole of there's a band that's in that genre. So it is very vibrant. Um and it's always fun when you get a mixed bill, where it is like a bunch of technically we're all punk bands, but the mixed genres. So I do think there's something for everybody, uh whatever your thing is. Um you can find your spot and you can find your bands, you can find your venue, your scene, your friends.
3: There's also good bands, you know. That's true. Like uh, Mason plays in a band with uh, this guy Jeremy Ray that we love. That's really good. Uh, There's a band called Reconciler. That's uh, buddies that are really good.
2: Ladrones.
0: Ladrones. Very good. Um, You guys have another band that's really great. Big Computer. Big Computer.
1: Mm
3: -hmm. Well, I wasn't about to be like, yeah, my (laughs) music is the best.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It does seem like it's it's very family atmosphere. In once you get into the music scene that everybody loves on everybody, and they share with each other, and they share bandmates, and so there doesn't seem to be a lot of animosity or infighting. Is that, are are y'all experiencing that? It feels that
0: way now. Maybe not so much when I was in my 20s, you know? Like, maybe it was a little bit more competitive. Um, But yeah, I was friends with all of these people before I played music with them. And um, the band that Jeff was talking about that I play with, Jeremy Ray, there's four people in that band that I've played with in like six or seven other bands, right? And now mm-hmm. it's it's nice for kind of all the families to come together, the people that have not dropped out of punk, right, <laughs> are all kind of like, uh, making Soul their own Survivors. bands. Soul Survivors, where's my million bucks? <laughs> <laughs> coming together, so. And at this age, it's like, I don't have a lot of hobbies, mm-hmm. you know? like. We are in our late 30s and like we we all have wives and houses and like the the daily upkeep and going to work and it's like, this is the thing I get to do with my free time. I'm I'm not gonna waste time being around people that I don't wanna be around. And I think a lot of people feel that way. Like if you're lucky enough to still be doing it, um, then like, yeah, you wanna surround yourself with people you love.
1: that with, with wives and kids and dogs and, and you have all of these things in your life, plus your job. We skip practice and, a lot. Is that it? Yeah. Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> we don't tour much. You yeah. Know? I think last year we played 10 shows total. Um, a couple of them were out of town, um, but that's, I think, how we've, like, we've never really burned it out. We've been a band for a long time, but we're still like a baby band in a lot of ways, you know? We've done, I think the longest tour we've done was nine days maybe um, so we just don't do a ton because that's it's not the only thing we have in our lives and it's important to us and i think we all do our best to make time for it um, but there's there's also no money to be had if we were to go on tour for six months and i like having new shoes so
1: However, when you do go out on shows, so if you Google your name and you go out and you play, you'll find there's these write-ups and there's these people who want to evoke all these large words trying to describe you and how you have whisk. Yes, exactly, <laughs> yes. Plethora. Uh, and, and there was one I read, it was Whisk of Nostalgia. And I don't even <laughs> Got I, I, mean, I don't know what that means. I don't either. I don't <laughs> so you just come off as, as four dudes who really have a good time and I don't know, some people maybe want to look too much into it when it just seems like this is what you enjoy. Some people bowl, some people fish, y'all play punk.
2: Well, I do think there is something with any art, whether it's music or a painting or, you know, whatever it may be, that once it's out in the world, part of it isn't yours anymore. And how people interpret it um, and comprehend it and grapple with it is up to them. So I do think that like yeah, there's probably influences uh, we get compared sometimes to so, like the gin blossoms, which Love that band as a kid. Um, so I'm sure there's elements of that, it's that wisp, what was it, wisp? It was of n- a whisk whisk. Of, A wisp yeah, yeah, like a kitchen wisp.
1: A whisk, of, a whisk nostalgia. of nostalgia. That's the
0: caliber yeah. of writers writing about <laughs> exactly. it. Yes. You yes. Know yeah. The difference in a wisp and a uh, wisp. Yeah.
1: I think
3: that's cool, though, that he he got that out of it. Whatever mm. that meant to him, he yeah. got something out of it, no matter what it mm-hmm. was, you know? Well, the
2: fact that anybody's writing anything, that isn't yeah. Like, yeah. incredibly
3: mean. Yeah, someone, <laughs> the weird. fact that anybody cares, even like one person, two people, People, like, blows my mind. Like, it means a lot to me, like, but I, I made it, of course, like, you know, it means something to me. But so, yeah, the fact that anybody cares it means a world.
1: I want to talk to you, Dakota, about being from Blairsville and playing punk music, how did that go together?
2: Oh, it didn't. (laughs) Um, So, uh, when I was a teenager, uh, MySpace was was the means of communicating with Mm -hmm. bands, uh, Mm -hmm. and I didn't have a ton of friends that listened to the same type of music as I did, so I would just message bands, like, hey, do you wanna come play my town? And sometimes they would say yes. So I booked shows when I was in high school, um, and I met a lot of friends that I still have today through that, I'm actually playing a show, at some point this year, probably after this airs, with a friend that I met when I was in high school who was touring then, and he's coming through Atlanta again and I'm booking a show again 20 years later, which is kind of wild. Uh, but no, there weren't a lot of uh, punk shows, there weren't a lot of any shows there, um, so I booked them myself and I continue to do that when I moved to Atlanta, and I still do.
1: So, all right, you, you just told us a very nice story about social media, but then you've also told us about how the, all four of you have, how you don't like to be judged and people to say bad things. So I imagine that these nice stories from social media have morphed into something that's not quite as nice. So how do you balance that with people are mean on Facebook? Well Twitter. I don't and really, yeah, I don't, I don't really use a lot of that, okay. <laughs> Honestly. I,
2: I mostly I met somebody on the internet. I met someone on the internet. <laughs> uh, when was I was in me. high school and we've remained friends since, but it's not because of the social media aspect. It's because of what we were talking about earlier, kind of the binds with DIY and punk music and how it is a very familial thing. Uh you, you bring your whisk of nostalgia and I'll bring some <laughs> like out of tune chords and let's like do this thing as long as we can. Um and I think it the social media aspect of it, like is, isn't even really a part of it. I happened to meet this person that way, but we our connection stayed strong because of the music and the, the culture and the community that we're a part of. Um, and yeah, social media sucks sometimes. I, I think I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> <You're on laughs> probably. GTV. Yeah, probably, it stinks. I think so. Yeah. it's bad. Um, but and I, sometimes it's great though. We've met a lot of really cool people. We had yeah. to tour Europe because of social media. Somebody found our band on the internet and shared it, and then we got to like hang out with some new friends in Europe that we had never met before other than on Instagram we <laughs>
1: Where did you go in Europe?
2: Um, so that particular tour, we were in. Let's see, we were in Belgium for a little bit. Uh, we were in Germany, in the Netherlands. We slept in the Netherlands, but we did not play there. Uh, That's right. Yeah,
0: that show was in. That show was in Belgium.
2: Muzikbanka was where yeah. it was. Yeah. Muzikbanka. Um, but no, we uh, we went to a few countries, we're hoping to go back. Um, we've got some plans in the works to hopefully make that happen again soon. Um, we put out a record last year and have had some people hollering at us on social media. Hey. Um, hey! Asking us to come back over. So we're trying to make plans to do that, but that was honestly like one of the most like humbling and gratifying experiences as a band. Like, like Jeff said, it's awesome when one person cares about your music, but to go to another country, uh, we had this one moment that like, I will probably never forget as long as I live, where we're sitting outside of this venue in Aachen, Germany. I don't know. Uh, where's Aachen? I don't know. Pointing to a map. I, don't, I have no idea. And we're sitting there, and this guy comes up. He goes, I had just
0: sat in dog poop. He had just sat in dog poop.
2: <laughs> and this guy says, "Ah, oh, yeah, are you in New Junk City? And we're like, "Ah, uh, yeah. And John's like wiping dog poop off his pants. He goes, I've made your playlist for tonight. And it was a list of songs that he wanted to hear. From, the dude from Germany, where this actually family. came from a different country. He came from yeah, the, Netherlands, came from the to Netherlands, Netherlands to a show in Germany. To the show, gave us this piece of paper, and we were just like,
4: "What is happening? <laughs> this,
2: is, this is so cool!" I was like, we don't know half these. And songs. you were like, we went and practiced half of the songs, and then when we finished, he said. You sound better on the record. <laughs> but it was good. Um, but no, it's a very so,
3: European It's thing a very
2: it. European <laughs> comment. But no, we are hoping to go back. as good
1: as the band who played last night.
2: <laughs> right, right. But it was a very gratifying experience. Um, and hopefully we'll go back soon ish.
1: So when you're thinking about planning stuff like this, because you've told me that you have jobs and you don't tour for very long, are we talking about having to take. Vacation? Do you you have to put in for two weeks off? Oh, yeah, okay. They do. I don't. Well, and okay. I just tell
0: my boss I'm leaving. I'm a bartender. They don't care. I'm they're self-employed. Not, they're barely so paying so I'm me I'm just anyway. broke while
2: I'm gone. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but no, it it definitely is. I think the reason we don't play more shows. It is a tough sacrifice to make. To be like, I have to take off two weeks in a row, and you know, it's hard to do. It's easier when you're in your 20s and you're like, I'm working at a restaurant. Like, they don't care if I live or die, or yeah. if I quit. Or, or your like, rent's whatever.
0: like $500. Or you're sharing a, month. a
2: house with like six other people and your rent's 300 bucks. It's easier to do that. But now that we're, you know, there's crusty codgers over here. Um, it is a lot harder. So it, there are sacrifices involved and it is taking sometimes unpaid time off. Maybe if you got PTO,
1: you can do that and lie about some sick days. I don't know. That's a good idea. No, you should totally throw that suggestion out there. That'll fly on Georgia Public outlets, right? <laughs> it's for the workers. Yeah, lie, lie to your boss. Yeah, that'll be fine.
2: <laughs> if you've made it this far, you're good. Yeah.
0: Okay, hey, can you hear me better, my sweet cheese? I I don't know if that is...
1: You keep referring to yourselves as, as so old, oh, and right. I'm afraid we're going to offend people by that, but I'm curious if... We're old for the kind of music yeah, we Yeah, maybe it is. Yeah. Okay, maybe you are. Um, I th- and we're old for still
3: giving it a go, right? Like, okay. Like, actively touring. Yeah, actively and, going at it, right? Like, uh, this is very much a thing that we should all be in bar bands by now. Yeah, like, yeah. You know. We're not too old to play music. We're too old to, like get in the van. Get in the van. Exactly. Like uh, it, that's a very 20 something thing to do. Mm-hmm. And when we're pushing 40 it's it's and to still be doing that is is definitely we're on the older side for sure.
1: But it's respectable. It's absolutely respectable that that you're continuing to do that. So what's the end game? What what do you want to happen? This. Yeah. Just yeah. wanna have fun. Yeah. Play music with my friends. I just yeah.
0: don't know what I like I just don't know what else I would do. Mm. Like, yeah. there's not really an option to... I, and I think just some people are wired that way. Like, if this band broke up, we'd all start new bands, you know? Or we'd go... Dakota and I would go play solo shows, and Jeff would do some studio work, and, you know, Mason's one of the best musicians I've ever met. He'd be in six more bands tomorrow. Um, <laughs> He's like, like actually, it's, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't... We've all done it so long, it's like really dug in.
2: Yeah, I don't know how not to at this point. It's how I socialize, it's how I have all of my friends. Um, So, yeah, like we're obviously not old, like, by hello, your life is ending, sir. (laughs) But in our scene, like, a big thing is playing house shows. And we're at the point now where, like, we're the geezers at the house shows. Right. Because the people who host those, people think
3: we're narcs. Yeah.
4: Yeah, they're like, are you. Yeah, or or young, this, you know, 18, 19, year. <laughs> 20 year
3: old kids. Mm. Yeah. Like, that's very common for, you know, uh, a punk house. And mm-hmm. then we're showing up, you know, in our late 30s being like, like, That guy
2: oh. has gray hair. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, That guy has no hair.
2: <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Did my what, dad send you? <laughs> but like,
0: you, were, you were talking about aging out of punk, though. Like, uh, a friend of ours um, used to play in this band and. Him and his wife wanted to have a child, and he was like, okay, um, you know, we're gonna try to have a kid, so I'm gonna stop playing music. Like, I'm gonna stop being in this band. And I was talking to my wife about it, and I was just like, I can't imagine doing that. Like, is that something you would want me to do? And she was like, no, right? Like, it might make you worse off, and then you'd be like a a worse husband and a worse dad. And like, um, I feel lucky to have someone, you know, like a partner that gets that. And yeah, I just, I think, I, I don't know what else I'd do. I don't know how to stop. Yeah. I think I'll stop when people stop asking us to do stuff, I guess, you
3: know? Yeah, I think collectively our partners understand that like this is part of us, right? And like, It's not a job, thankful. but it's more than a hobby. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. We're thankful to have it, like, have our significant others because of that. Because they, they get it.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode with New Junk City. You can find their complete musical performances on the GPB YouTube page. This podcast is recorded live in our GPB studios in Midtown Atlanta. This is the final episode of Season 1 of the Peace Jam Podcast. Planning and production for Season 2 of the Peace Jam Podcast is currently underway. And if you have suggestions, send me an email. It's jpowell at gpb.org. The Peace Jam Podcast is produced, edited, and hosted by me, Jeremy Powell. Sandy Malcolm is our executive producer, Chris Howe, our director of photography, Michael Harris, our production coordinator, Rick Smith of RS Lighting is our lighting director, and our sound engineering was provided by Sounds Good. Be sure to join me for the next episode, and in the meantime, please find and support live local music and independent record stores in your area.